Nuclear. Now is it Crick or Creek? Coyote or Coyote? Sometimes I say library. Welcome to You're Saying It Wrong. I'm Fletcher Powell, and each episode we turn to the people who literally wrote the book on this, sister and brother team Kathy and Ross Petrus, and we'll dive into what we get wrong and sometimes what we get right when we try to speak this weird English language. I'm excited to see where we go today because, well, let me tell you a little story first of all. When I was younger, I did a lot of Mad Libs, like a lot of kids my age. And the thing that always really got me was I didn't exactly know what to do when it asked for an adverb. What is that thing that's an adverb? And people would tell me, oh, it's something that modifies a verb or an adjective. But that didn't really mean anything to me when I was eight years old. And so I would ask for an example, and they would tell me something like, Upside down is an adverb. And so I would stick that in, and that made even less sense than a normal Mad Lib did. And so I've worked really hard through the rest of my life to understand adverbs, and I'm not <laughs> sure I've really gotten it completely, but I'm excited today because we're going to tackle these adverbs and, and maybe some specific kinds of adverbs. Why don't you tell us what's going on here, Kathy? Well, first of all, uh, you made an interesting point, I should start with, is saying an adverb describes a verb. And that is like the knee-jerk thing when you hear the word adverb. You go, okay, it describes a verb. But that's not all an adverb does. An adverb is actually a little more complicated than that. Well, an adverb does a lot of heavy hitting. An adjective basically describes a noun, basically. An adverb does hitting with, it describes a verb, the manner of a verb. He shouts loudly. The loudly is an adverb. It can describe another adverb. So you have like an adverb and an adverb. He walked too quickly, to and the quicklier adverbs, or even a whole sentence. Um, fortunately, we're doing a great talk today. And fortunately, in this case, is an adverb. So it describes a lot of different things, an adjective, a sentence, a verb, or a clause. Catherine is, is raising her hand. <laughs> me, me, my turn, my <laughs> turn. I was going to say, now, in, in the examples Ross used, you heard the L-Y. And again, we go back to with adverbs, the knee-jerk thing is, ah, you hear L-Y, that's an adverb. So I'm going to ask you something. How do you feel? Do you feel badly or do you feel bad? Well, I don't know. Am I, am I stumbling around in the dark and I'm not doing a very good job of, of feeling? In that case, I might be feeling badly. But, but no, the fact is that I am feeling bad. And as a matter of fact, I am today. I had surgery about a week ago, and it, I'm still not over it. Oh, Fletcher. <laughs> but, can you, but you feel well, <laughs> which we've talked about. So, no, you hit the nail on the head with the L-Y thing. Most people, in fact, one of the reasons we wanted to do this topic today was we just recently did an article. We interviewed a lot of managers and asked them what were their pet peeves in terms of communication with their employees. And a number of them said they go crazy when people say, I feel badly instead of I feel bad. Uh, Fletcher, I'm going to ask you, though, why is I, I just want to ask you something, though, in terms of the not feeling well, in terms of feeling sick or whatever. Do you know why I feel badly is wrong? And that's wrong. This is not a question of of, uh, I mean, this generally seen as a wrong usage of the word. Well, I, I mean, I know in the sense of how I described it a moment ago, I mean, w w it doesn't need to be modifying how uh, the manner in which I feel, right? I'm telling you how I feel. The I need to describe that. And so I feel bad. Um, 
I need that adjective there. I'm not I'm not describing the manner of how I I am capable of feeling. You hit it right on the head. In this case, with feel uh, to be verbs, almost all the two. I mean, all the to be verbs. You're dealing with your the word following those uh, that verb is not an adverb. Bad in this case, I feel bad is not an adverb. It's an adjective describing I. That's completely correct. And feel is what's called, as are the I am, etc., are called linking verbs. And in this case, the word after that is not modifying the verb. It's The verb there is linking the subject to the bad. Bad describes I. Bad does not describe feel. And feel. in that case, as we said earlier, adverbs do not modify nouns. So in that case, it's an adjective. You're completely correct. A plus. Very good. Okay, so now I have another question for you, Fletcher. We got an email from someone. This all this all links to use the linking verb. This is a linking topic. Um, we got an email from someone who saw a Chevy commercial on TV, and it said their slogan says "Drive safe." That's the slogan for Chevy, mm-hmm. which is not a is not the most euphonious slogan, but whatever. Um, and, and this guy said, isn't that wrong? Because he was getting in a debate with his wife about this. He said it should be drive safely. So Chevy is right or wrong with drive safe? Well, I think it all depends on what we're regarding that phrase as. I mean, if, it, if it's a directive um, and they're telling us to do it, then it probably should be drive safely. Uh, but, you know, that's a it's an advertising slogan. And so drive safe uh, is sort of like eat fresh. Mm. <laughs> Well, Fletcher, <laughs> you're treading on thinner ice now. <laughs> Ross, explain uh, why. Okay, now, this is this is an interesting aspect of English. And Kathy and I both grew up with a, a mother who was uh, somewhat of a, of a pretty radical grammarian. Always, She was one of the only people that would go, it is I, rather than it's me, for example. And she sort of shoved down to, uh, in us, and we're instinctively L.Y. people. Drive safely, we would have said. And I would still sort of wince. However, and this is a huge however, drive safe is completely grammatically and historically correct. We're now getting into the realm of what we call flat or bare adverbs. And this is a case when the adverb does not have to take an L-Y. And when an adverb and an adjective have the same endings, mostly without an L-Y, and they're both completely correct. Oh, so so what you're saying is that even beyond what I said, it being a slogan and that therefore it's it's fine. It's uh, it's actually OK as an adverb without the L.Y. Exactly. So that that still is a directive telling me to be safe when I'm driving. Yes. It's modifying saying, safe. Drive safe. Drive. It's modifying yes. drive. Fantastic. You're not alone, though, in this. No, that's great. Tell me more. Well, I just want to say first that you're not alone because we found out when we were doing this weird Al Yankovich. Uh, made a big point in one of his uh, acts about how he saw a road sign that said drive slow and he went out and added L-Y to it. <laughs> and he was wrong. It, drive slow is like drive safe. It's absolutely fine. On that, I was going to add with Weird Al Yankovic, we can either listen to Weird Al Yankovic saying we have to say slowly or we can listen to William Shakespeare. Methinks how slow this moon wanes or uh, Milton uh, who also had a go slow type of slogan. So basically, we either listen to Weird Al Yankovic or we listen to Milton and Shakespeare. If you're giving me this choice, I am going to listen to Weird Al 100% <laughs> of the time. He, he is one of my great heroes. <laughs> I like well, I like Shakespeare, so I'm going to go for Shakespeare. 
Anyway, you don't need to hear my <laughs> opinions of Shakespeare. <laughs> Kath, why don't we explain a little more what a bare adverb is in more detail? Um, okay, well, a flat adverb, we're calling them, because that's the more common term than bare or simple. Basically, we said earlier that flat adverbs are, uh, they, they don't have a tail. The L-Y is like a tail. And they, they're just like the adjective, and we can, you know, give you a bunch right now, turn right, work hard, arrive late. Rest easy. Yeah. Look sharp. Aim high. <laughs> play fair. Come close. Think fast. None of those do we say think, like, think fastly or whatever. Now, should I bore everyone with a little brief history of flat adverbs in Old English or not? Oh, do. Okay. There's an interesting <laughs> little history here. In Old English... Adverbs usually had an E ending. Adjectives had an L-I-C ending. So adverbs well, usually or often had an E ending. Ad adjectives had an L-I-C ending. Lich, like that, or lick. Then the, that became an adjective. That was how you formed an adjective. Then people said, hey, this is a good way to have... Uh, these adjectives can become adverbs. So they added that old E ending to the liche. So that liche or liche, like uh, lubliche, which would be lovely, was pronounced like that. Then gradually the E fell off in English, and we had lich, which was like the old adjective, and then the ch fell off, and we have li. And that's your brief, brief history of old English L-Y endings. So we go E to L-Y-C-H-E, and then back down to L-Y. Then... The L-Y began to fall off, and we had what are called now flat adverbs. A lot of times the adverbs like bright and brightly, slow and slowly had two forms. Then, in the 1700s, we've dealt with this a thousand times, a bunch of Latin-oriented Latin or Latin-steeped grammarians decided that that was really crude if you have an adjective sounding like an adverb. In Latin, which was the queen of languages, you don't do that. You can tell the difference instinctively. So they started adding L-Y to all of the flat adverbs and then began the whole idea that flat adverbs are ugly. I just wanted to uh, throw in, the, uh, supposedly the term flat adverb was coined in the late 1800s and they were, they were considered archaic then. It was supposed to be sort of rustic, like using, it was, just, it was an interesting form of, of old English in their minds. But the weird thing is, first they were really common, and then they went out of style in the late 19th century, and now they're coming back again. If you look at the internet, you're seeing more and more examples of flat adverbs again. One of my favorite things when we're talking about language and the development of it and what people get head up about now is, is discovering, which is so often the case, that the things that people get angry about now are, are perfectly fine and have been for hundreds of years. And and this this is one of those things. I, I I mean I maybe I knew a little bit inside me that this was okay, but I certainly didn't know in such uh, explicit terms. Well, that's like this is a personal pet peeve of mine. Um, and I and I know Ross is going to agree with me. Is firstly and secondly, um, when you when you're doing um like a list, you go first, firstly this happened, secondly blah blah blah. Both Ross and I have been have been corrected in quotes by editors, copy editors, a few times when um, we will put first blah blah blah, second blah blah blah, and they'll they'll add the l y, hmm. and and it's a pet peeve of mine. First of all, I don't care. For, first of all, here we go. I don't. I personally think firstly and secondly sounds so stuffy, and secondly, 
which I just said secondly, <laughs> first and second are absolutely fine. Yeah. And now I'm going, which do I say? Thirdly. But also it gets sort of ridiculous when you get to like 11. If you're doing firstly, secondly, thirdly, fourthly, okay. Then what do you do, 11thly? Eleventh, yeah, no, fifthly even yeah. sounds bad. Fifthly, fourthly yeah. sounds bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on all of that. It sounds like there's a fairly long list of flat adverbs that exist. How do we know when we're talking, when we're writing, what, what is okay? What is a flat adverb? What's okay to drop the ly, and, and when we should definitely be using it? There are two questions here. Uh, there, there are a bunch of actually. There are three. There. Firstly, I think that it's really hard. We were looking for lists of flat adverbs, and there's a fair amount of debate whether this is a flat adverb or that's a flat adverb. In most cases, we sort of instinctively know, then we should also go to the dictionary and look. I've got a list here if you guys want to, this guy made up a list. Do you want me to read it to you quickly or not? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, bad, bright, cheap, clean, clear, close, deep, different. Easy, even, fair, far, fast, fine, flat, hard, high, kind, late, long, loud, near, quick, right, safe, sharp, slow, soon, straight, sure, fight, tough, and wrong. The interesting thing I think we have to make clear, though, is, and this is something that, okay, we've got flat adverbs. We went through that list. Sometimes, though, the flat adverb is... Is, has got like a slightly different or a very different meaning than the ly ver version of the adverb. I mean, sometimes they're interchangeable. We said safe, safely. But like late and lately or hard and hardly mean diff different things now. Precisely. Precise, you should have said. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there we go back to the idea that we really basically have to rely on several different things. We have to rely on the dictionary to check. We have to rely on our own instinct, what's correct. And we have to rely on what we've learned in language. I think a native, mm -hmm. a non-native speaker of English might think that hard and hardly, they, they seem to work really well, but they're they're completely different meanings. Mm -hmm. Singing flat and singing flatly are also sort of different, really. Well, that was what I was gonna say. Some of them are subtle. Some of them are, are, are overtly different. But like, like I, well, the thing that gets me is quickly. You walk quickly. But if you say think quick, you don't say think quickly. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it, When it's an imperative, it's got a slightly different meaning. I think that, as usual, English is a can of worms. It's really difficult to exactly tell you don't do this, do that, or whatever. I think you have to basically go with the flow with English. I just had one example I just thought of right here. When in a case of a flat adverb and a non-flat adverb, we both, we all know the difference here. One is correct and one's not. We sure had a good time. We surely had a good time. We sure and surely both sound okay, okay? Mm -hmm. We really had a good time. You can't say we real had a good time. <laughs> well, you can say we had a real good time. And I mean, there's like a, there's a two flat adverbs and two non-flat adverbs. And there are differences in usage here that you just have to learn how English know. works. Well, I mean, to just use two, two, two opposed words, slow and fast. Take it slow, take it slowly. Walk fast, walk fastly. Right. I mean, there's no, you would never say fastly. No. Yeah, we usually just change that to quickly. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, though. But you can also, people can wrongly, like rightly, though, say walk quick. I mean, it's 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 more colloquial, but that's, to me, that's, you, you, I'd give you a pass on a walk quick. Oh, definitely. You? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think the bottom line with all this, though, outside of the of the idiomatic phrases is, I think when you're writing a paper, 
probably you're best off you know leaning towards the ly and the non-flat in most cases do you guys agree with that you're not going to get picked up by people. i think it depends i think it depends i'm sorry i i it really depends on what i, I mean i go back to my firstly secondly i if oh, I'm that i agree with paper i have no problem saying first and second i agree but i think with surely had a good time and sure had a good time i would do sh i wouldn't write that but i would write that we surely had a good time in that case. Well, I wouldn't write either. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> well, sure sounds like sure had a good time. It sounds like, you know, I, know. No, I had the example in my head. I'm saying when it's like a slight debate, which is that usually the L-Y sounds more correct. Morally correct. Morally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Will you go back and mention again about the linking verbs? Because I think that's something that people definitely have a difficult time with. Uh, you, I mean, you mentioned how many people say, I feel badly. And, and, and I, you know, I, that, that, I, I don't really love it when people say that, but it's sort of a crime of enthusiasm, you know? I mean, they're trying to get it right. Um, yeah, and so that, I, you're absolutely right. I see on that one. I disagree with you guys. That's clearly to be wrong. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying that that people ought to be saying it or that it doesn't bother me. I'm just saying, like in terms of the of the grand scheme of things and language sins, they're at least trying to get it right. You know, that, I'm agreeing with Fletcher. I agree it's wrong, Ross. Obviously, and and it grates on my ears. But it it is indeed a, a, a mistake made out of zeal yes. to be correct. Oh, I agree. So I mean, you've got to give points on zeal. Okay, two points on that <laughs> one. Hypercorrection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but going back to a, a linking verb is a verb that connects a subject and information about the subject. Um, there's they're not it's, it's not an active verb. It's not it's not running. It's it's linking the subject with the rest of the sentence. It's explaining in effect the subject. I mean, the most common ones to be obviously are all the forms of to be as a linking verb when we said the feel thing, things about your senses are, are linking verbs. Right. So it, it, with, with to be, um, this goes back to the episode we had some time back. Uh, you would say, saying I am well is not necessarily the right thing. Maybe you should be saying I am good. Like somebody asks you, how are you? I'm good. That's perfectly fine because I am well would be uh, trying to modify the to be. Actually, I don't think so in that case. It's linking. No, you're, you're, I wouldn't. You're saying basically... I I am well is saying that um, is saying that you are you are in a state of wellness. So you're modifying I. Right. That that's a little mm -hmm. that's a little bit of a, a strange case because well can refer to health um, or it can refer to your just your state of being. I mean, like if you if you break it down, I am well means I am good at being. No, you're right. I, I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I am well is not correct unless you're referring to an illness. Then it's correct. Right. Right, because 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 well can ref, can refer to to health. Health, like but otherwise health, you're right. But, but it's incorrect mm -hmm. otherwise. You're completely correct. Right. right. I am doing well is also correct. Yeah. Because it's modifying mm -hmm. doing. Yes. And that's where doing good is a little weird because doing good sounds like good do good doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's do true. I, I am I am doing good in the world. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, right, right about that. <laughs> But it's fine still, actually. I mean, I use good. I don't think I usually say well. Yeah, I, I don't either. And, 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 you know, a lot of people will even sort of uh, quietly correct me with their own response. You know, they'll say, how are you? I'll say, I'm good. And how are you? And they'll say, oh, I'm well. 
It's like, well, are, are you? I <laughs> and mean, that's I'm, the point when you just want to sneer at them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you. But I think, again, this just illustrates the point that this is it, it's all kind of hairy, and we, we definitely need to have at least a good feel for, for what we're doing here. And I think that it's not a big deal either. I think we're all we're all agreeing on that. I, I, yeah. I don't think, and I think, I mean, we've all said this a hundred times, and we'll we'll keep on repeating it. Language is in a constant state of flux. Things are changing. Like Kathy mentioned earlier, uh, flat adverbs became were very out for a while, and now they seem to be coming back, particularly in the states. So, I mean, in that sense of correcting, you know, even, and we're creating more flat adverbs as we go along. Kat, didn't you have mm. that interesting thing on the internet about that? Um, the, uh, the, I, had, I had alluded it to before, that you're seeing more and more flat adverbs, particularly, in, again, it's social media. Social media is really changing um, language to a great degree. I mean, we've seen that. And I'm, I'm assuming it's because you're typing conversation, in effect. So, because we know conversation tends to be less rigid, um, now we're in we're now we're putting in print we're in effect publishing colloquialisms and it's it's catching on more and more you're seeing much more i mean a lot of it's like started out slang like the bostonian like that's wicked awesome or something <laughs> right you know i mean but you're seeing i think i think it's really catching off flat adverbs in that sense because of the um casualness of of in effect printed internet stuff <laughs> to yeah. make it very complicated. <laughs> I think well, I mean that's 100% right and I even as somebody who's pretty conscious about language and the words that I use I sometimes am aggressively casual with how I type what I'm saying on social media. Mm -hmm. Like for effect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cuz really I mean really it's just you're talking. I mean it really is conversation. It just happens to be in print, but it's still conversation. Right. And it is exciting to see big changes happening so quickly. Or so quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, actually, I said that as a joke, but quick, uh, there was a survey done, frequency of words appearing in the data, uh, indicative of quick versus quickly. And quick and bad or, and good are the three most common adverbs that are used in a flat sense versus the uh, L-Y sense. So, I mean, it's, it's Could happening. Could you repeat them? Which, what three? I, I didn't quite hear it, and I'm now I'm curious. Okay, it was quick, bad, and good. Interesting. So, I mean, we See, were, we're seeing I looked up slow versus slowly. I was curious about that because we talked about that before. And the thing, interesting with that, it says it's the opposite. Slowly is much less, uh, I mean, slowly, the L-Y ending is used much more frequently than the um, flat slow, like go slow versus go slowly. And then there are two ones, actually, when you said that, I just thought of it. There are two ones that are sort of artificial, L-Y thusly. Which seems to be very, I mean, which seems to be, some people say it's a joke, other people say it's been used in the past, but thus, and then seldomly. Seldom was the straight adverb, then people added the L-Y to it, and it now appears occasionally. Seldom does it appear, but it does appear uh, as seldom. Interesting. Oh, <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> That's interesting, though, because I've never heard, I mean, seldomly sounds just like, thusly makes me just want to scream and beat my head against a wall or something. It's just, that's just appalling. I'm sorry. Never say thusly. So this kind of all goes back to that little story I told at the beginning about my difficulties with Mad Libs and adverbs. I did eventually learn, you know, the L-Y and how sticking that on the end of the adjective usually made it the adverb. And so learning now that that taking that off and having it still be an adverb that is just fine, these flat adverbs, is really fascinating to learn because I sort of had to... I built up that idea in my head as I grew up 
that 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 ly was what made it the adverb and so this this idea right here of seldom and seldomly i can absolutely see myself having done something like that when i was younger not knowing that seldom was a perfectly fine adverb uh, can i throw out ross this the uh the the, the texas sign now yes let's throw this it one this is fun actually going back to the ly okay now this is another, we got another email from someone and was uh, in Texas uh, doing, a, for, for on business and was went insane because he kept seeing signs that said, drive friendly, the Texas way. <laughs> <laughs> so now. <laughs> okay, let's, let's go into this. Before I say the concept of driving friendly in the first place, it's just sort of strange, but that's quite all right. It's Texas, but no offense to any Texans listening to this. I, Texas is a fine state. Um, what do you think about that dry friendly Fletcher? I know that's interesting, <laughs> Fletcher. Let's go. Yeah, it is. Um, I it. Mm, I mean, it seems like friendly is kind of a, an adjective a little bit. I mean, I guess it's it's modifying the verb there. But you know, I mean, I I can be friendly, right? Just like I can be sad. Yep. Friendly is an adjective, and it is a noun in some cases too. We're not going to go into that. And it's an adverb. And in a yeah. way, it's a te- and in a way, it's like one of these flat adverbs because it's the same. It's a flat adverb, and it's a trick flat adverb because it has an ly ending as an adjective and as an adverb. <laughs> and so, drive friendly is completely correct. But now, the funny thing is, a lot of people go, "Well, shouldn't it be?" Friendly. <laughs> friendly, 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 yeah. friendly, friendly, Wait, how would you pronounce that? Friendly, 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 friendly. Well, yeah, and and that's exactly that idea that I certainly had growing up, where you stick the ly on the end and it makes the adverb. Well, people actually did stick the ly on friendly. Right. <laughs> Believe yeah. it or not, they they did that. They did the friendly in I think starting in the 17th century, but. I don't think most people use that. It's just so clumsy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Can you imagine if someone did correct it to drive friendly? I think you'd get accidents <laughs> trying to figure out what that said. <laughs> this episode of You're Saying It Wrong has been produced by me, Fletcher Powell, help from Beth Golay and Luann Stevens in the studios of KMUW in Wichita, Kansas. Kathy Petrus records from her home in Seattle, Washington. Ross Petrus from his home in Toronto, Ontario. If you have a question for Kathy and Ross, you can tweet it at us. We're at YSIWpod. Email them at kandrpetrus at gmail.com or email me at powell at kmuw.org. And if you like what we're doing, leave us a rating or even a review at Apple Podcasts. Those reviews help us. They're how we get more people to find us. Kathy and Ross's book, You're Saying It Wrong, was published by 10 Speed Press. You can find that and much of their other work pretty much anywhere you get books. We recommend your local independent bookstore. And, of course, Kathy and Ross are always up to something. You can check out their other work through their website, kandrpetras.com. That's K-A-N-D-R-P-E-T-R-A-S dot com. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks.